Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I want to start with an anecdote of a couple that I'm walking with right now to kind of set the stage for today. And it's probably one of the themes that shows up quite regularly, and it's how vastly different a can-do and a can't-do attitude end up being, not only in the short term, but especially in the long term. And so I know I've hit this topic again and again about believing in yourself and you can do things that you put your mind to. I live that out. Who I am now compared to five years ago, especially compared to 10 years ago, it's such a vast difference. And so I understand what change looks like and how to fight for change. But that's not everyone's story because other people might not believe that they have the ability to change. And so I'm walking with this husband and wife right now, and they're really just kind of in peril, at least their relationship is, because they both have the same concept running, but they're looking at it from a different point of view. So wife is saying, this is who I've always been and I don't like it. For 40 years, I've been kind of enabling things within the marriage and I cannot do it anymore. I will not be who I've always been. And then in the very next breath, husband is saying, this is who I've always been and I can't change it and it's too hard and it is what it is. There's only one way for that relationship to grow and that is apart if one is insistent that they must change and the other is insistent that they cannot change. In essence, one of the things that husband is saying is that he doesn't trust himself to change. He doesn't trust that he can do it. That particular theme actually shows up again and again and again, not only in clinical work, but even in casual conversation when I'm talking with friends who have goals and dreams, but they really just put the brakes on or they refuse to step on the gas. I see in my own life, when there's things that I'm skeptical that I can accomplish, a lot of times it comes down to, do I trust myself enough to do it? And I have to walk through that with clients again and again. Let's use, and I I use anecdotally weight as an example quite often because it's just so measurable. But when I have someone come to me with a failed diet history where, you know, they lose 20 pounds, they gain 25, they lose 50 pounds, they gain 75, that is such a common dynamic that shows up. And on Unfortunately, what it tends to do is it spirals people into a place where they don't trust themselves to enact whatever the change is that they want to be true. I see this with finances all the time. We create a budget, we stick to the budget for a couple weeks, we have a little bit of a gap, and so we're like, screw it, I just can't do this, I'm not trustworthy, and it just is what it is. And so what I have to do with clients, it's kind of a multi-tiered approach. The first thing we have to do is we have to look in their story for an exception. Over the history of their life, there are wins that have happened, sometimes they just need to be reminded that they have successfully completed things before. So I have a woman in her 50s that I'm working with who lets me know that she she desperately wants to create a budget and she wants she and her husband to be accountable to one another in that budget, but she just doesn't follow through on things. She also had the same complaint with working out. And I said to her, I said, you have a, a five-year degree, you have a bachelor's and I believe she has a master's degree, you've been teaching for 20 years, 
is, you're an excellent teacher, yet you're telling me you don't have the skills to do this. And I just, I guess I don't buy that. You have the skills, we just haven't applied them to this area yet. But you've got to trust that you can apply them to this area. You have to trust that change is possible if you expect things to go in a better direction. So the first thing we do is we really try to track down exceptions in their story where I can just anecdotally hold it in front of them and say, you've done this. You know how to do this. You have the skills. We just have to apply it in a new direction. The second thing we do, so when I say it's a multi-tiered approach, we also have to look at where they're at now. So where are the current areas or things where we could most easily get some wins. If someone doesn't trust their follow through, if they don't trust themselves to be disciplined, then we start small, but we show them that they can be disciplined. So now it's a matter of, can we do something in your day that's 10 minutes set aside for something that's for your betterment? You've decided that this is a task or this is a hobby or this is a activity in which you'd like to engage. And we do that day after day after day. We work on habit formation and habit linking. So we we use science to establish a foundation that says, oh, if I wanna make little changes, I guess I can do that. And then we start to build. And I share this probably probably dozens of episodes ago. This really, for me, anecdotally was helpful in my own story. When COVID happened, so for us here in West Michigan, March 13 of 2020, that's when kind of everything shut down in mass. And my sister-in-law and I connected within the next week and said, hey, we've got to do something to keep kind of morale up, to keep discipline up. What do we want to do? And so we started working out every morning together over FaceTime during the weekdays. And so five days a week, we would be working on lifting and we would do some little cardio, stuff like that. And we started wanting to do planks to kind of challenge ourselves, And at the onset of that particular quest, we could barely hold a 10 second plank. But by the end of April, 10 seconds became 15. By the end of May, it became 20. By the end of July, we were up to 30 seconds. By times the next year happened, we were up to a minute holding planks. But the only reason I have confidence that I can hold a minute of a plank, and frankly, I can do that now, no sweat, but that's because we started with 10 seconds and then 15 and then 20 and then 25. And we used every trick possible to get ourselves through every new wall that showed up there. So we look at where can we get a win? What can we put in place now where we can start building, 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 and you start to trust yourself. So we look for exceptions. We create a dynamic where there's some wins going on. And then the third piece is we look forward and we implement a growth plan. We try to figure out what you want the next success to be in the long term. And then we look at what are the teeny tiny steps towards something that we want to be true. It's a twofold attack to do that though. The first thing we do is we remove barriers, which means get rid of excuses. It means environmental management, taking things out of the system that might work against us. And then the second thing is we implement supports. So we add in things like tracking or accountability, maybe some psychoeducation. And then we just start having small wins because we keep showing up day after day. And when clients don't show up, we use that as a conversation point. We're saying, okay, what's going on that you want this to be true, but you're refusing to set five minutes a day or 10 minutes a day aside. You have to create an infrastructure of wins if you believe that change is possible. There are absolutely parts of us that are unchangeable, but that is not the norm. Those are outliers. There is almost every area of life where we can experience tweaks or overhauls if we're willing to dream about it, remove the barriers, implement the supports and put in the work. If one of the barriers for you is I can't do this, I am who I am, you need to get yourself surrounded with a different message. It can take a long time to rewrite our brains, to rewire them, but our brains are malleable. Our brains 
can readjust to new messaging. If you believe you can't, you have to change the intakes that are going on in your life. You have to change the inputs. That is not accurate. A lot of times that's a get out of jail free card that we write ourselves, but it keeps us in our own prison of fears and doubt, and it doesn't allow us to live the life that we want to be true. So when I'm working with this husband and wife, I'm I'm saying to her, we have to give him time to catch up and believe that he can do these things. Because change is hard, and right now he believes he can't, so we have to give him some time. But then I can say to her, you know that change does work because you've been doing it. You're in a new place. You understand the process. So I will be part of his support team. You will be part of his support team. And we will consistently say to him, we can do these things. We can do hard things. Because his thoughts of, I can't do this, while he may not be able to do it perfectly, he might not be able to arrive at places that other people are able to, he can still experience some overhauls and some tweaks in his life. I can't do this is an inaccurate message that he's got going on. And so we have to tweak it. What's really cool about this is it's 2022. Brain malleability is something that we only understand over the last 10 to 15 years as it relates to the change process. We understand neuroplasticity now more than ever. And so if someone was telling me this 20, 25 years ago, I would believe them. I would say, okay, it doesn't sound like you can. But science shows us differently. Science shows us the malleability of the brain. It shows us that we can restructure, rewire. It just takes repetitions and intentional effort, consistency over time. Thought patterns can be rewritten and reorganized and behaviors can be shifted. But you have to commit to the long game. One of my favorite things that is uh, hanging up at my gym, it says something to the effect of work as though your success is inevitable. I love this. And I guess I am very much a a dreamer. I'm very much an optimist, but I do work as though my success is inevitable because I don't believe things are off limits to me unless I tell myself that things are off limits to me. Now I have to be practical. I have to make sure I bracket my expectations, but in general, not much is off limits to me unless I've decided it is. And that's why when someone tells me they can't do it, I just have such a heavy heart for them and with them because they've decided that. And I want to help them decide differently. I think that's something that we can get people to a new place of understanding by doing things like checking into their history, looking at some small wins, and then kind of future casting what would happen if we took these same efforts and use them going forward. One of my favorite things that was, uh, I think I say that a lot. There's a lot of things that are my favorite things apparently, but I loved one of the graduation addresses that I watched about three weeks ago. So at the college where I was teaching psychology, we had a president who has been there since the start of the college. He has since resigned and handed over power to the new president. And that happened kind of in a formal way at the graduation ceremony. And what was really, really neat is the MA speaker gave an address to the new president. And he said, here's the thing. A lot of people are going to tell you that you have really big shoes to fill, but you need to know that your shoes are just fine. And your job is not to fill JP's shoes. So JP was the outgoing president. He said, your job is to wear your shoes and to take care of your new position the best way you know how. That's, I think, what we miss. When we want to change, we start the comparison game. We start looking at a whole bunch of people and saying, well, I don't do it that way, or I don't do it that way, or I don't do it the way they're doing it. I must be doing it wrong. It is about your race. It is about your efforts, your trajectory, your abilities. And that, to me, was such a beautiful way of saying, 
I wear my shoes and you wear your shoes. We can walk alongside of each other together, but I don't answer to you and you don't answer to me. I don't walk your path and you don't walk my path, but we all have a path to walk. And a lot of times that path includes change. And so when someone says to me, I just can't, I think you've got to start thinking about it differently. Anecdotally, something that was helpful for me, it was probably about 15 years ago, I was talking to a teacher friend and he was at the time teaching, I believe it was high school. And the high school that he was at, there was a big dropout rate going on. There was some youth adjudication going on. There was just some uh, really hard things happening in the student body. And I said to him, I said, I wish these kids understood it differently because nothing is off limits to them. And what they're doing now is going to close a lot of doors in their life. And he said, here's the thing, Stephanie, you've known from a very young age that anything is possible for you. You've been told that not everybody has. And so there are belief systems out there that things are off limits. There are belief systems out there that we don't get certain perks or certain privileges. I understand that that's people's reality, yet the brain is malleable. Yet we can adjust our behaviors and change the narrative. We can experience wins. We can remove barriers. We can do those things. You've just got to believe it's possible. If you can't see it, enlist someone who can. It doesn't serve us to say, this is who I am. I can't change. I've always been this way. It is what it is. I want better for you. I think you can do better. I think you can believe. I think you can dream. I think you can grow and stretch. And I know it's possible because I've done a lot of that work. I walk with people continually in that work. And it's astounding what's available to us if and when we decide that we're the person who can. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.